Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All A Bravo by Betches Podcast We don't say that but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on check me boo Hey everyone welcome back to the Mention It All Podcast I am Dylan Hafer and today I am so excited to be joined by one of my Betches besties I would say You know her from running I mean she runs shit at Betches basically Please welcome Taylor Jackson Hi, everyone. Yes, round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, TJ. Hi. Um, I'm, I just want to like have a bone to pick with you. Why did it take so long, huh? You know, we have a lot of people to get through. We do. And I'm kind of a replacement. And I get that. <laughs> I, as Abby Lee Miller said, everyone's replaceable. Everyone is replaceable. And right now, I'm at the top of the pyramid. You're at the top of the pyramid. Today's performance will determine where you rank after. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jordana is out out in the country selling faux pas, which we love, by the way. Love it. We were going to drink a faux pas while we were recording, but we decided that was probably aggressive at 11 a.m. Yeah, because um, like they're 8%, and one doesn't mean just one. It means two, three, four. We're not, and we're not on vacation like the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Like if, if I was at that Nashville house, I'd be drinking a faux pas right I now. Would, I would be four faux pas deep. I would be bill level after the boat. They sell it in Nashville. I know they do. <laughs> I sure as hell know they do. Yeehaw, faux pas. Oh my God. <gasps> Ye- wow. I'm onto something. Sign That's me. Campaign wave number two. <laughs> We're going to tell our sales sales and partnerships team. Yeehaw, faux pas. That's the way to go. Before we get into our Jersey and Summerhouse thoughts, we have some, I don't want to say exciting news, but it's exciting news. I almost just said exciting. <laughs> I did. Ashley Darby has confirmed that she and Michael are separating. And I have never seen this much excitement in the Bravo community about the dissolution of a marriage. Mm-hmm. It is really something how much people are rooting for them not to be together. I know. I saw the Bravo by Betches post yesterday when it was up for like 12 minutes. And I was like, I literally got excited. I was like, yes. Well, and they, so they're filming for season seven right now, yeah. which obviously Ashley Darby is a professional. She understands if you're going to have mess, do it when the cameras are rolling. Yep. And at first it was a rumored report. It was on Love B. Scott, which is a, a blog that's like fairly reliable usually, but you always want the confirmation. And I was like, I don't know if they're filming mm-hmm. right now. Maybe Ashley won't say anything for like a while. But then in the evening, bravotv.com posts an article with Ashley's official statement. And I'm just going to read it right now because it's really, it's really a a lovely piece of work. Make it dramatic. Almost eight years ago when Michael and I said, I do, we anticipated sharing every single day together from that moment forward. Unfortunately, that is not our current reality. We have decided to separate. We are aware that there will be many speculative views as to why we have made this decision People will be quick to assume that the causes were too much intrusion by reality TV into the most personal parts of our lives, age gap issues, cultural problems, or child-rearing differences. 
Pieces of all these may have affected our pure love for each other, but no one reason is the root cause of our mutual decision to go our separate ways. We are now both at very different stages in our lives and have different goals for our futures. We both want the other to achieve true happiness and fulfillment and feel that we cannot do this together. While our romantic bond is broken, we will always love and respect each other. We also know that true happiness can only be achieved by continuing to work together and putting our hearts and souls into raising our two beautiful boys, Dean and Dylan. They will always feel loved and supported, for they were truly created out of love. As this is a personal matter for us, we appreciate everyone who has been a part of our journey and ask for your continued support by respecting us as we go through this emotional situation. And scene. And scene. And fucking scene. I like that... Um, I like that she lists off like what people will think the causes of the separation are. <laughs> yeah. And she's very deliberate and you know, she lists a few different things. Yeah. You know, reality TV intrusion, age gap, cultural problems, child rearing differences. It's like, yeah. Or the fact that we saw him cheat on you multiple times, grab asses, <laughs> potentially, you know, like there's sexuality rumors, uh, you know, like 100%. maybe he's on the grinder. Yeah. I wouldn't know. But like, there are many, we have like many concrete things to speculate about what could have led to this relationship breaking up. Yeah. And she's like, guys, it wasn't just the fact that there's an age gap. It's like, yeah, we know. We know. We don't need the spark, me- spark notes on. We watched every single season also, up until this point. People were quick to do the math that it seems like we are at the exact point that their prenup allows her to get half. Oh, I, I I love a businesswoman. She is strategic. She is strategic. She is she shows up, she clocks into work, she gets the job <laughs> yeah, done. She does. Both in reality TV and in her marriage, and I respect it. And she's leaving with a check. She's leaving with a check. Because she the clip that's going around of her like on the show saying like Yeah, so if I'm to leave within this period, I get a <laughs> lump sum. And then if I leave after that, I would get more. It like like half <laughs> it's like the way she talked about it i mean even then it was like girl but now watching it it's like she was a woman with a plan she, she had a fucking plan she had an exit plan as she got her babies she got her baby she got the two beautiful babies got the money and i have this has finale ran all over it for me i think remember this next season when someone at the reunion said that her son looked like michael and she acted uh, offended and yeah. she was like stop talking about my my kids it's like that's not that's not gossip it's that's an observation such a normal thing to say yeah. and the fact that she was took offense to that says a lot says a lot yeah exactly but um my mom is a huge bravo fan and i sent her that ashley and him were getting divorced last night and her response i sent it on instagram she goes no shit <laughs> like no shit like obviously this was gonna happen i i just can't wait for next season w- the montage that we're gonna get of uh-huh. like Giselle calling every cast member and being like, you heard about Michael and Ashley? (laughs) That was good. Thank you. (laughs) It's going to be good. I I mean, I'm always excited for a new season of Potomac, but this really just, um, it gives me like the, the momentum that I need going into a new season where I'm like, I'm sure they'll all be showing up and delivering as they usually do. But Mm -hmm. we also have something like concrete to look forward to. Exactly. Unfolding throughout the season. I'm sure. Yeah. Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is the go-to for all things shapewear. 
Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence, thanks to Honeylove. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, let's talk about New Jersey. I know you are a big Real Housewives of New Jersey fan. I am. And I'm from New Jersey. And let me tell you one thing before we get started discussing this. I couldn't be any more Jersey than I am today because I am currently missing two acrylic nails. Um, I have a leopard scrunchie on my wrist. And I'm channeling my inner Teresa drinking my pineapple kombucha. You know she loves the pineapple. I got the pineapple. Mm-hmm. So I am, I am ready. I was wow. thrilled when you asked me last minute. You asked me, but I, I was booked and busy. But I switched my schedule around for you because I would climb mountains for you, Dylan. Thank you. I respect the way you just fully told on yourself with the nails. Oh yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's like it's I'm, an audio format. <laughs> nobody would have known. <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to call the nail lady after this podcast because this can't, this got, can't last. Got to get the nail tech on speed dial. Yeah, exactly. Um. So I'm curious because we haven't, because this is your first time on the podcast, as you, as you've said, Mm -hmm. um, what has your kind of vibe been watching this season of New Jersey? Obviously there's been a lot of contentious moments Mm -hmm. and I would say the, the Teresa stands are more and more finding themselves kind of out on a limb. Where do you fall in that world? So obviously I was a huge M I guess a huge Teresa fan in the beginning seasons, whatever. But I do think this season it's everything's like on a swivel. Everything's changing. The dynamic is completely changing. You know, at at one point everyone was team Teresa. Now I think they're starting to see the way she's acting like toward Margaret to ever. She's very aggressive this season and not in her typical, you know, flip the table Teresa way, even though she is throwing glasses and whatnot Mm -hmm. in more of like a, okay, this is too much. It's, it's, it's out of pocket. Yeah, and I th- so last last week's episode, the you know, 
the wine glass blow up, exactly. storm off. That was hard to watch. It was. Because it felt so, it felt so intense. Mm-hmm. And I get, I think it, I understand why she is upset with Margaret. Yeah. But it feels so, it, it feels like an overreaction. A hundred percent And like she's just, she's decided that she knows the truth. Yeah. And we haven't seen, I'm not saying that I think Margaret is necessarily 100% telling the truth, but we haven't seen the evidence that Teresa is telling the truth. Exactly. And I think that she's reacting in this way because, you know, maybe she doesn't have all of the answers and she doesn't mm-hmm. know the truth. So she's acting like what she she was doing in season one, like acting and making a scene essentially to maybe like deflect. I'm not sure of the situation, um, but it seems overly aggressive and one thing with her especially this season she cannot admit that she's wrong yeah and this episode i think was it was you saw it coming a mile away but it was still tough to watch that even at the beginning the the next morning when everybody's kind of debriefing Mm -hmm. in the kitchen and melissa's like oh well i just talked to her like you know, I, th- I think she'll be cooled down by tonight. She'll be okay. And then they cut to her on the phone and she's like, well, she did the poke, so she gets the bear. Yeah, she poked the bear, she's going to get bit. Like that. <laughs> and I, it's, in that moment, I almost was like, that was a, a specific moment where I felt like Melissa really was trying to be on Teresa's side because she's like, no, 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 guys. Like, yeah. I think it'll be okay. But there wasn't one second watching the show where I thought that Teresa was going to be chill no, by that absolutely night. absolutely not. Even when Dolores, they went shopping together and mm-hmm. Dolores was like, let me see if I can like talk her off a ledge, like calm her down. Cause I know her. Yeah. Even Dolores was like, I can't make someone apologize. Like she knew. Right. And Dolores, I think uh, we talk about Melissa being in the middle a lot because obviously yeah. she is, but I think Dolores more and more this season as Teresa has kind of mm-hmm. alienated herself. Yes. Dolores is finding herself in more of a tough spot because I think Dolores, when it comes down to it, is a very rational person. Me too. And she she likes Margaret. Yeah. She has is now getting along with Jackie better than she did. She likes Melissa. Yeah. And so I think more and more she feels like she is having to kind of be the the go-between with Teresa. Yeah. And, you know, when they're at the boot barn, <laughs> it's boot like barn. the boot barn. It's like Dolores is just it's kind of a no win situation. Cause she's like, obviously I can't just abandon Teresa because then I'm going to look like a bad friend mm-hmm. and Teresa's going to hate me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want that coming down on me and I do care for her, but also it's like she, Teresa can't even get to the most basic level of like the specific way that I reacted was wrong. Yeah. It's like, well, if she she shouldn't have been a bitch. Yeah. Like and I think it's it's the hard. analogy this episode was the bear, the poking the bear. She said it multiple times. Yeah. I I mean, I would rather be in that place than like last episode when it was like she is white trash. Yeah. She's white trash. She's white trash. <laughs> she hits She's below a whore. The, she hits below the belt with Margaret a lot and yeah. it's becoming it's it's like my jaw dropped like la- watching the episode last night. I was like, that was way too fucking far. Yeah. And the stuff about, you know, when she, earlier she had made the comments about her ass jiggling in the leggings. Yes. And last night it was, oh, she always eats dinner. She makes sure to always eat dinner. Yes. It feels like even if you think Margaret sucks, like as a person, it comes across to me like it makes Teresa look almost a little like she's like desperate to. For something. Yeah, and she really, 
like her only her like sole focus the only thing she's actually thinking about is like how can i get at margaret uh-huh. and you you're you're going to get at anybody if you say those types of things to someone yeah and and i think with you know even like like jennifer and dolores have tried to sort of be like oh like it wasn't that bad or like oh like t- you know teresa's just obs- she's protecting her love bubble like all of this stuff but it really makes it i think she's putting her friends in a really difficult spot by kind of refusing to like yes and i think that she's realizing she's kind of not losing her friends but losing that initial like team Teresa got your back all the way with like dolores who's been with her who's been best friends with her for so long what i appreciate about dolores is that she's never gonna go to Teresa and talk shit on margaret and then do the same thing with margaret you know what i mean she's kind of just like look you were both wrong you're both acting a little crazy um, and she's not going to be like, fuck Margaret. Yeah, you're right. And then go be buddy, buddy, which I do see a lot of the other women do often, obviously. That's true. I think Dolores is, she tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. In she's a so way cool. that feels very like authentic. Like she's like, I'm trying my best to be neutral here mm-hmm. or to be like honest about how I see it. Whereas like you might have like on OC, you'll have like Emily kind of talking out of both sides of her mouth and i think dolores Mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't really like doing that yeah because it kind of goes against how she is as a person yeah yeah i don't know it just seems like Teresa. even aside from the margaret stuff she just doesn't seem to be enjoying herself at all Uh -uh. she she would not go do the song Mm -hmm. she didn't want to she didn't want to learn the dance i know which like i mean as much as i thought the song and dance thing is kind of (laughs) stupid I don't like to see people not wanting to participate on okay. Housewives. And that's like always been a thing for me. I'm like, the second you don't want to be there, get off the show. Exactly. Because that's not how we're going to get like yep. 18 entertaining episodes. Exactly. And so that's like, I feel like this is the first season where I'm really feeling with Teresa. Like, do you want, are to you like here? invested in doing this? I don't think she is. I think right now she's in her love bubble and all of her energy is going there. But also I think she's like, pushed into a corner right now and she's like grasping for straws on how to get out and how to come back on top and how to make people like her but it's it's not going that way you know yeah it's, i feel like it's Teresa versus rest of new jersey the, the not world the world exactly yeah the lady drama <laughs> lady drama tracy tracy desperately trying to get in there she's oh. like she's like rumors on the street with Louboutins on her feet. feet. She's like, yes, yes, girls. <laughs> you know who I'm loving or recently loving? Jennifer has been really on my on my yeah. good side. She was so fun this episode. Her and Bill were so fun this episode. I think she was really embracing the song and dance. Yeah. Um, and the in Bill coming home from the boat disheveled with his shirt on backwards. Shirt on backwards. Oh my god. And his hair. And his hair. I just like I I don't know what it is, but she's like she took the bad and it, she made it good. Yeah. She started off on a rocky foot this season, but you know what? She's turned it around and she's she's climbing the ladder. It's one of my favorite for this season. I'm glad to hear you say that that like that was your own thought because I've been kind of going through the same journey with mm-hmm. Jennifer. I've never really disliked her as a housewife. Yeah. I've always thought she is a solid performer. Yeah. <laughs> But she wasn't really like my cup of tea a lot of the time. And I do feel like this has been her best season in terms of like likability. I agree. And she still has been involved in the drama and bringing it. And I think her 
grappling with what happened in the past with her and Bill yeah. has really allowed us to like kind of embrace her a little more as like a person exactly. rather than just like a source of drama. Yep, exactly. And I'm excited. I feel like she, I feel like she's like coming out of her shell yes, in a way. Yes, this is her moment, I think. I think now because the entire world knows about her past. Yeah. And like at the time, it it, it was a lot probably. I would be pissed off too if like Margaret kind of exposed, exposed me because that's like a very intimate thing between you and your husband <sighs> and your family. But I think it's honestly helped her. Yeah. Because now it's like, all my shit's on the, like, everything's out on the table. You know, judge me for what you will. I'm going to have a fucking good time. I'm going to wear my fucking, her outfit, honestly, to the 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 line dance dinner. Loved it. Obsessed with it. Chanel cowboy meets Vegas meets. <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> I love that these women can't figure out if Nashville is in the South or the West. Oh, I know. It's hysterical. <laughs> Them in Nashville. It's just, a, Jersey and Nashville. Just something doesn't add up. For me there um but i love nashville i want them to like run into Kristen cavallari oh gosh she would love that Kristen. she loves she loves a she loves a bravo scene she i mean to be fair though she won't allow her last name to be spoken on summer house wait actually they, well they keep talking about Kristen. oh and they, yeah they never say it come on everyone knows they're like alluding to it <laughs> a blonde Kristen. the first time that came up on this season I was recapping with Jordana and I was like, yeah, it's Kristen Cavallari. And she was like, wait, what? Oh my God. <laughs> I just knew it from, cause all the drama, the previous drama with like Madison and I know, I know this season of summer house, I think has been really exciting. I, I think it's one of the best seasons. I'm totally invested. I, yeah, there's a lot going on. The thing that's been like looming over this whole season is Kyle and Amanda's wedding, which yeah. we keep hearing is like, a month away, two weeks to three weeks. Like, you know, it's I know every episode they're impressing upon us how soon the wedding is. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand. Even on this week's episode, the season is almost over. They're like, we have nothing done. Yeah. They're like, we're they didn't even know what cake they were going to have, what cake they were going to have. The florist is falling through. Oh. They don't have um, they don't know what the, you know, like Amanda's dad just ordered a tux. Mm -hmm. They're like, we have to figure out bridesmaids dresses. I like as somebody who has never planned a wedding, I've, you know, I've, I've gone to weddings. Yeah. My sister has gotten married. Mm -hmm. I, I dabble in the Betches brides. I don't listen to the podcast, but like <laughs> I'm aware of things that go the content, on. Content. You're aware of the con. You're aware of what goes on to make a wedding. I'm right there with you. I'm there, not I feel like they're doing things that are supposed to be on your like six month checklist. Not even. <laughs> I feel like first couple weeks, first couple months checklist, and now it's down to the wire. And no, no shit. They're stressed, and they're filming a show, and they're spending every weekend in the Hamptons. Yeah, I do. I don't think Kyle is handling the stress oh, well. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, But no. I do, I kind of understand the idea that it's like everyone is bickering about whether Lindsay <laughs> is being like too much of a slut this summer. And he's like, I have shit to do. Yeah, well, maybe he does not handle things well. And right. Paige said it well. Like the When he gets angry, it's there's no speaking to him, to him at all. And we saw it in this episode. And the thing is that made me upset is like, the beginning of this episode, him and Amanda were great and he yeah. was very level headed. Da, da, da. And then of course, I mean, everything has to come crashing down at the end of, at that dinner. Yeah. It's, it was, it was sad to see because this whole season, mm -hmm. every, every week, I feel like when I've talked about summer house, I'm like, yeah, like 
hopefully by the end of the season, it'll really <laughs> feel like they're in a better place and we can feel good about them getting married yeah. and like everything is hunky dory. <laughs> and it's like every single week I'm like, Oh no. Oh, no. It's roller coaster. It's a Still roller coaster. Bad. Yep. Like the whole prenup discussion has been oh. such a strange thing to witness because it's like, I've talked to Jordana about this a lot that it's like, first of all, why is this only now coming up mm-hmm. less than two months before the wedding mm-hmm. when you've been engaged for three years? And then why are you having these like vague conversations about it on camera? Because if you really have decided we need a prenup, then go get it done. Don't just keep having the same like vague, dumb conversation week after week. Exactly. And I love, <laughs> so I was laughing so hard when Amanda's like, well, I mean, like I would have to talk to my dad because like he's the only one that knows like where all my accounts and like she's like i only know what's in like my bank account but there's like other accounts <laughs> and i don't do my own taxes and it's like oh uh-huh oh that's what we're dealing that's with. that's what we're dealing with but i do as a girl because i was thinking about this a lot when the whole pre not 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 doing my taxes i did my own taxes this year and I'm still here. Congrats. I'm not behind bars just yet. <laughs> yeah. So, IRS. Taylor's actually zooming in from the <laughs> uh, from the IRS correctional facility. They're allowing me an hour of yeah, my time. Yeah, we, we got to get off soon. Her, her <laughs> quarter, she has to put in another quarter. This is a collect call. Not that. But I was thinking of like the prenup situation. I get it as from a girl's perspective, especially like Kyle has put Amanda through the ringer in their yeah. relationship and then coming like they're literally about to get married. They're very stressed planning a wedding. And then he brings up the prenup and she she made a point. She was like, why are we already planning that we're going to get divorced? And I think that's what every prenup is kind of about. But like, I get it. He's a business owner. I mean, my like, I don't know. It's It's a very... I understand it from a business perspective, but I do understand it from like an emotion. Like I would be offended as well. The conversation was kind of, it was kind of thrown at her very... You yeah. know, they're stressed as it is. Their relationship has been rocky this entire season. I would be like a little like, oh. Yeah, I think the thing for me, I agree because it seems like it's coming very out of left field. Yes. And it's like, if this is something you feel so strongly about, we should have had this conversation in 2019 or something when we got engaged. Exactly. And then it wouldn't feel like such a big mm-hmm. like, oh, actually, we need this thing. It's just adding another point of stress to this entire process for them, I think. Yeah. It seems like they've done a horrible job of planning this wedding. I agree. But we do know they did get married off of Instagram, yeah? I mean, yeah, the wedding the it wedding happened. happened. They are married. They, they are. Are legal. we see, are we going to see the wedding or no? Um, I think so. I don't know. But I think next week is the... I don't know. I'm a little confused about that. But I... I know the wedding was filmed, so. Oh, shit. It's in New Jersey, too, speaking of. <sighs> yeah. What's that? Her her parents' backyard. <laughs> oh, right, with like 250 people. I know. It must be a nice backyard. It looked nice from the pictures. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. 
The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Backpedaling a little bit, Mm -hmm. Lindsay is kind of going through it. She is going through it. But she really... I feel this. She (laughs) really... I'm in my Lindsay era right now, everyone. So Lindsay is having her hot hub summer and she is very, very committed to saying that it is the best summer of her life. Uh, Yeah. And I think I'm not judging her for anything. I don't have any issue with her having sleeping with a guy in a bed with a guy (laughs) in a bed, in a couch, (laughs) in the pool. Doesn't matter. But like objectively, I really don't buy the this is the best summer of my life. No, I don't either. And that's like, it's the same thing if like someone has to out, if you're out with someone, they have to outwardly say like, I'm having such a good time. No, Mm -hmm. you're not. When would you, why would you say that? You know what I mean? It's more of she's trying to convince herself, I think, that it's the best summer because she's in a weird spot. Yeah. And she, I don't know what it is. I mean, I think Ahmed is maybe just unfortunately the the target of her affection that's coming at this unfortunate crossroads because uh-huh. I don't really think she gives a fuck about a man. I don't think so either. I think he is he's a placeholder. The fact he's a distraction. The fact that she's known him for like two weeks total uh-huh. and they've hung out a couple times uh-huh. and he <laughs> has and he has the time that they were hanging out at the beach he very very deliberately curved her. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, like we're gonna go back to the house. Let us know what you're up to yeah. later, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then cl- clearly that was like, okay, bye. Yeah. But she didn't see it that way. And then like a week later, she still is like calling him and being like, so it's the plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, the plan is that you're going out without me so I can't see you. Okay. 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 Just like, t- if you just say that. And it's like, I like, I love Lindsay, but it's yeah. like. This I, man doesn't owe you anything. anything. And I think that she takes her, especially like in this seat, like she takes her hookups to the next level very quickly mm-hmm. where it's like, I can call you 14 times. You should be seeing me every weekend. It's like, no, you guys just hooked up. If you have a hot hub summer, but don't like dwell, like whatever. Right. And I think her conversation with Amanda, that was kind of what Amanda was saying that it's like, yes. do whatever you want. But like the fact that you're getting so invested in each and every one of these guys mm-hmm. Isn't going to help you. That can't be how you're having the fun summer. That's only going to make you, if you're like spiraling about every guy that you ever hang out with at a party. Oh, geez, I would be a mess. I'd be an absolute fucking mess as if I'm not already. You'd be drinking a faux pas right now. I would be drinking two faux pas right now. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately for Lindsay, she just like isn't in the place where she's ready to unpack that. Mm -hmm. That she's like, yeah, like Spiraling. she's like she's like, yeah, Amanda, how big is my heart? How big is my heart? Like I, I can give away a piece and I still have the biggest fucking heart in the world. And it's like, okay, good good for you. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying that you need to like be celibate or yeah. anything, but it's like if I like if I had a friend that I saw doing that, I feel like I would say something, you know. Like, I would too. I'd be like Oh, like I'm glad like I'm glad you're ha- you should be having as much fun as you want, but also like don't these guys probably suck. Exactly. Have a roster, you know, don't make yourself too available to these people because what, 
you don't owe them anything and they don't owe you anything, you know? Ahmed, Ahmed yeah. <laughs> weekend, weekend fling, great. Go back to the city, you go on four dates, four whatever dating app dates, different days, right. free dinner, free drinks, but it doesn't mean anything. You don't have to attach yourself to anything. But you know what I love about this, this episode in particular is they are beginning to show Carl and Lindsay. Yeah. And I am loving that. And I think it's paired perfectly with her spiral stage. And Carl asks her to prom. Oh, it's so cute. I like honestly love them together. I like them together a lot they too. They were best friends first and I, and I like that. And I think, uh, so a couple seasons ago when they did, they went on a few dates and it went badly that felt a little bit more stunty to me, like yes. for the show, maybe yeah, 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 yeah. even if there was like some spark there, I feel like it was kind of like, Oh, like I guess this would be fun if we like had a hookup, mm-hmm. like finger banging or whatever, <laughs> yeah, the finger banging moment. Um, but like this time it does feel like they sort of have like it's authentic. found each other yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. They, they try, I think in the beginning, like, those like finger banging dates and stuff like that. It was kind of forced. Um, and as you said, stunty, but now I think that they're both ready and they're, it's like, this is an authentic, like it's not being forced. I think Carl's at like the peak of being himself. You know what I mean? Of yeah. him, him, his he's journey. never looked better. He's, Oh my God, he's so hot. Um, and seeing Lindsay and him on watch what happens live, they, they look happy and they look great yeah. together. And I think, you know, every relationship, someone's a little bit more crazy than the other and it's called balance. And I think Carl has immensely balanced Lindsay out and exactly what she needed. And he, she's also giving him something as well. Right. And I think like a big part of that is that Carl is at a very different place in his life than he was two or three years ago, whenever they tried, tried hanging out the first time Mm -hmm. around. And I think Lindsay, even if Lindsay is still like, a mess sometimes yeah. she is Who she's expressed that she wants marriage babies she wants a life all. yeah and i think in she hadn't found the right person for that but if it's carl i could see that me too happening do you think do you think they'll get married oh my god i like want that to happen i think it's one of those situations where like you don't know that your best friend is like the person you're supposed to be with you know what i mean Lucky I'm in love with my, my best, best friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> but the th- okay, so but then then my immediate thought is like, oh, like maybe on Summer House this season they'll get engaged, but they've still only been dating for like less than a year. I know. So I don't want them to force. I don't want them to rush into anything. Just how they didn't rush into this relationship. Yeah, it and also, time, 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 time. I don't want them because I because I actually want to see them succeed. I don't want them to do relationship milestones just because they're filming. Mm-hmm. And I, so I'm like, I don't. Mm. I'm excited to see them together in a, like fully in a relationship yeah. during a season. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you think they're going to need to do like a summer house shakeup if we have too many solid couples? hundred percent. There's going to be some newbies. Um, I think Sierra is still single, ready to mingle. Yeah. I, think, I love Maya. I love her addition to the mm-hmm. cast. Um, Alex doesn't do it for me. He's boring. Luke hasn't really been on much. We need we need some pizzazz. Let's get like like Kyle season one pizzazz in there. We need a little crazy. We haven't had a a new guy in the house who is like stuck around messy. No, exactly. Because Luke, Luke. I mean, Luke got into a got into it a little bit his first season when he was like Hannah. 
yeah, like the Hannah stuff. And he was like, maybe he brought Sierra and it was yes. like, what's happening there? And then like, that. it seemed like he and Lindsay were maybe going to be a thing for a second. Mm-hmm. Like Luke has fucked around yeah. his fair share in the summer house, but he, he was never like a douchebag the way that Carl and Kyle used exactly. to be. And, and like, unfortunately, that's, that's, that's good. That's it's good TV. Good TV, And we might need a few like... New York douchebags this summer. Bravo if you're listening. Um, I know a few I can recommend for you. <laughs> Don't we all though, right? And now Andrea's dating that girl that he was crying about. Wait, they are? Yeah, he posted about her. Oh, fuck. I was just going to say, like, Andrea, if you're listening to this, I know Lexi broke your heart, um, but I'm available. You so. know, he's fragile. He is fragile. <laughs> fragile. I really like, honestly, I like Andrea a lot. Me too. And I don't know if I felt that way after winter house. I can't really remember. I mean, we had him on the podcast during winter house and I enjoyed talking to him. Like he's very charming, but I think like on summer house, I've, I like him more as on TV than I did during winter house. Yeah. You're all, you're also seeing a different side of him. He's like, I am. He's like, I know I'm always like in a good mood, but I, I do have feelings. Yeah. Also winter house was so short Yeah, and his whole thing was kind of like, yeah, I'm the player. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> he really is just is very, very handsome. I am a little bit. I'm, it makes me nervous seeing Paige say yes to going to the prom with him because I'm I like, oh, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to tell him that I'm exclusively dating Craig. And it's like, then don't go to prom with I him. Know, don't go to prom with him. Like if even, I if, a- even if he on like an intellectual level yeah. knows that nothing is happening. You're still going to Summer House prom together, and it's his first prom. It's He's his not from first here. prom ever. He wants the whole experience, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> not that. So he's going to puke in a party bus, he's is gonna what you're saying. He's going to puke in a party bus, going to drink a whole bottle of UV blue. No, <laughs> not that. That. That's Jersey for you. I feel like I did drink UV blue at prom. Yeah, one time my best friend and I um, drank a whole bottle, and let's just say things didn't end well. Did your... Was was your like, what was your after prom situation? Oh, we bought a house. Did you do like a beach house? house? Yeah, we rented a house in um like Ventnor area, but didn't tell her parents. Where did they think you were? Oh, I told my mom I was at a different party. I told um, my best friend's name is Molly. You know Molly. I do know. And Molly. we, are, the, our moms are friends, and we said, um, yeah, we're going to this girl Victoria's house. She lives in our neighborhood, which is like off land, like not on the beach. And they're like, okay. But we're, meanwhile, bought a house in Ventnor. There's like 25 of us. We each put up like $300, something crazy. It's for the whole weekend. My mom and Molly's mom got into their car and drove past the address that we said the party was at. And they sent us a picture of the dark house. They said, no, it doesn't look like a party going going on down here. I said, just, and I just ignored her for the night. She's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're in the basement. We turn all the lights off. <laughs> yeah, we're having like a, a neon color party. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I know. So I'm excited to see their prom, honestly. This this past two seasons of Summer House, has it has redeemed itself. I think they finally found, like, it. Yeah, well, I think they were, there was, like, a little bit of a struggle city. I, I don't think they've ever had, like, a really bad season. No, I don't but think But I think so that either. this cast, I think, is pretty strong across the board, aside from Alex, like we've talked about. <laughs> but, like... I don't like Alex is just kind of boring. He's not obnoxious like Jordan was oh. or like, you know, the whole like the work is trip. Like yeah, it feels like yeah, we're yeah. the cast is at a solid place. And I just hope that they can like add new people that really work because yeah. 
I do think we need like some new people, especially with all the couples. But yeah. like, I don't want to have another season where it's like that girl, like Jules. Oh my God. Yeah. That was rough. That was really rough. I was actually just thinking about her the other day. Cause I'm like, how did that? Oh, Jordan brought her. Checks out. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. That he was just like brought awful. her in, but then he was only a friend of that season. Yeah. <laughs> right. I forgot. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Wait, fun times. Question. Yeah. Random question. If you had to go to prom, if you had to ask one Bravo celebrity out to prom, who would it be? Um, Ooh, that's a good one. I think I would go with like, I think I would take like Ariana Maddox to prom. That'd be Because I think we would just like, we would have a really good time and we would like be like doing shots in the corner and like judging everyone. That's true. And it's like low, like it's like not, I feel like she's not over the top. Yeah. What about you? Mm, God, <laughs> shit. Um, oh, actually, I was going to bring this up when we were talking about Jersey because I was thinking about this on my path right over here. Don't say Frankie. Who the fuck? Oh, Frankie. Uh, he's hot. <laughs> but no, I wasn't going to say him. But I was thinking if you took if you took an attribute from all of the Jersey um, husbands, they would make the perfect man and honestly the perfect prom date. We're going to take Joe Gorga's looks. We're going to take Frank's um, sense of humor. Okay. Evan's height, because like we don't want the short king Joe Gorga vibes, but we do like his face. Okay. And we're taking Evan's height. We are taking Bill's money, right? And then we are taking Joe's... Um, Joe Benigno. Yeah. <laughs> Just his overall being. He's a very nice... His demeanor. His demeanor is a very kind, nice person. And he wouldn't like... He he doesn't he wouldn't like outshine me you know mm -hmm. what I mean like he would very he's be, a very he's a very giving partner I yes, feel exactly that would be my he prom lets date. Margaret be the star of the show mm -hmm. and that's what I need and that is the prom date okay so you've got your Jersey Frankenstein <laughs> I've got I've got Margaret or not Margaret I've got Ariana I just want to last thing I want to get your thoughts about Paige and Craig yeah because we're seeing the slow. Build bloom mm -hmm. of their relationship this week for the first time we hear that they are exclusive uh -huh. but not yet boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> yeah, yeah Paige is so funny when she talks about it I know and it is like this whole season by the time the season had started airing we already knew in real life that they were like fully in a relationship so it has been kind of this like slow rollout this season and I've I have, I think, enjoyed watching. Me too. Step by step, like how they get there. Yeah. Because it does feel very gradual in a way that kind of feels real, true to real life. 100%. That I'm like, yeah, like you're talking and then you're not sure. And then you kind of are like maybe drifting apart and mm -hmm. then you come, like it feels natural to me. It feels organic. And as you said, like it feels real, like real life. And like sometimes they're long distance. And I think that. Paige looks genuinely, genuinely happy. And like, she like gets giddy when like, I would never, if I had a room for all Bravo celebrities be like Paige and Craig are going to end up together. But seeing their dynamic makes me really happy because she looks really happy. And I think it's teaching him a lot because the person he was in Southern Charm, like in the beginning, it's like, yeah. you would never expect to be who he is now. I'm really excited for the season of Southern Charm for, for many reasons, but particularly to see the continuation of them together. Cause I think yeah. she's been in Charleston a fair amount while they've been filming. She has. And also she just said that she is going to go to Charleston for the summer. I know. So I'm like, I see her in Charleston. I love Charleston. So I guess she's like 
maybe not Moving. doing summer house this se- this year. Oh shit! I guess she, she could like drop in. Like yeah. she and Craig could come visit. Yeah. Austin, please no. No, please. He really he, he saw his last time at, at the fucking summer house. I hope. I don't think he wants to come back. You know that petition that uh, <laughs> Ryan Bailey made to keep Austin out of the yes. summer house. Austin signed it. He did not. Yes. At least he's aware. It's called self awareness. Yeah, he DM'd he DM'd probably much as and was like, I'll sign it. Let me go. Please, just let me sign it. Okay. Wait, that is hysterical. He out. I, I don't think he was prepared for the amount of heat that he got this season of Summer House. He's like, I'm not even on this show. <laughs> it, well, you made your fucking entrance on that one episode, so you deserve the heat. Yeah, you slam a door in Paige's face, you're going to get some angry DMs. She like, has, I think Paige is like um, top tier uh character as you will or yeah. castmate this season i think she's really held her own and she's also very like honest and true and she's also yeah. like i was saying like almost dolores vibes where it's like she's not gonna go talk shit to that's true you know what i mean she stands up for sierra but she's also like you know kind of very low i feel like about she, the whole thing. she's good at you always know kind of how what her opinion is on yeah. something and she's not gonna she's not gonna lie to you to make you like her more yeah which is i think it's impressive she's done a good job of kind of being honest, but like not that. alienating everyone. Exactly. You and I both know Hannah. And yes. I, I've liked seeing Paige this season without Hannah. Cause it always felt yeah. like they were kind of like too much of a package yes. duo. Yep. And I think Paige has done a great job this season of kind of like branching out, branching out. Yeah. And also I, like I appreciate like she's with, obviously she's with Craig and when like she doesn't, she's not going to be like, Oh, Austin's the best. Like that's Craig's best friend, yeah. which I love. She really like gives him like what he deserves, like totally. says it how it is. And which I think is very respectable. Cause a lot of girls will be like, no, come on. It's not that bad. Like it wasn't like his fault yeah. because of the relation to the boyfriend. Also Hannah had her bachelorette this weekend and Paige and Sierra were both there. I loved that. I was glad that I was, I was glad. I'm glad that she's still close with Sierra. Cause Me I'm too. like, I know that her and Amanda didn't, <laughs> Yeah. Didn't uh, okay. stay friends, but yeah. I like, I like people like staying in touch. I love seeing the, like in the wild moments. Yeah. Teresa was just on vacation with Dina. Love Dina, that. Dina, Dina Manzo. Oh my gosh. Was she really? Yeah. They're still like besties. I love Dina Manzo. I think she's so pretty. She Always has been. She looks great. She's like good work done. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike some others, huh? Uh, uh, well, Taylor, this was such a pleasure. How'd I do? Rate me. You did. You done good. <laughs> you doing good. Good. You doing good. Um, thank you so much for joining. You're of welcome. Course. You're welcome back anytime. <gasps> I'm gonna eat your words. <laughs> I'll be knocking at your door every Tuesday. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. <laughs> yes, Countess. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Betches.